Mimes are my power. Guys, gals, and my non-binary pals, welcome back to Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast where, based on a monthly theme, I nerd out but whatever I want. As always, I am your host, Cameron. Host? 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 Either way, no matter how you say it, I am your your curator for the evening, your entertainment for the evening, or morning, or midday, whenever you listen to this, if I'm on is just like background noise. Or if you're like on a jog or you're going to work or just whatever you're doing, you know, just I'm glad to I'm glad to be of some kind of service for you today. Today's episode, as you guys know, it is Star Wars month here on Nerd Explosion. And last episode, I took a look at the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and kind of just did like an analysis and did like a review of the whole thing. And I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Not like the best Star Wars thing, but it was pretty good. And this episode... Now, I did have an idea. I was gonna, I was gonna do a ranking, like a tier list of different Jedis, but there was just so many I had to go through and I just couldn't find a good thing in time. But what I decided to do instead for today's episode, I wanted to go through, I found this thing on Screen Rant, you know, my favorite website. And just, uh, this is thing, this is thing that says 10 unpopular positive opinions about Star Wars according to Reddit. So these are basically like people posted on Reddit uh, opinions that they have about Star Wars that typically not most people agree with because as we all know, the Star Wars fandom is just is just so has a lot of great opinions and they all get along so well and nobody argues with anybody at all. <laughs> but yeah, these are just uh, opinions that people have posted about Star Wars. That are typically unpopular as far as like the Star Wars fandom because there are a lot of like toxic people in the fandom and obviously these are just opinions that people have that the majority of the fandom doesn't agree with. So I thought I'd go through and see whether I agree, disagree. I probably might agree with all these but I would just, you know, I figured it'd be fun just to go through these. So before we get into that, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday so... Make sure you're doing all the things that do all the stuff on all the different platforms, you know, liking, following, just do all the things. Smash that like button, you know, uh, put some peanut butter and jelly on the subscribe, follow, just do all the things that do all the stuff. But with that being said, and without further ado, let's get into some Star Wars unpopular opinions. Alright, so let's get straight into this, alright? ScreenRant.com, 10 unpopular positive opinions about Star Wars, according to Reddit. From Jar Jar's comic relief to deeming Ahsoka to be the coolest Jedi, Redditors share their unpopular positive opinions about Star Wars. So let us say in the beginning, these are, these are opinions, these are positive opinions people have about Star Wars that typically people don't agree with. Starting with number 10, Return of the Jedi is the best movie in the original trilogy. Now that I disagree with. I mean, really, really, if you think about that, it's more of, that's more of a personal thing. It's like, it's not just like a, I don't really think any movie is like best in any trilogy, except for Empire Strikes Back. 
but <laughs> no, I believe that's fully, that's a fully a personal thing. Like it varies from person to person. Like me, my favorite movie out of the original trilogy is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, if I had to pick the prequel trilogy, my favorite movie out of that is Revenge of the Sith. And I think for the sequel trilogy, if I had to pick any of them, I would definitely say, uh, uh, hell, I'll say Rise of Skywalker, sure. Just because it was, it was long and, you know, there was a lot in it. And there was a lot more I liked in that than, like, say, Last Jedi or Force Awakens. Uh, but to read off this thing, oh god, my text went all, my text went all kitty wampus. What happened? Uh, anyway, oh, there we go, fixed it. So, reading off this thing, most Star Wars fans would agree that Return of the Jedi is a strong movie and a satisfying conclusion to the saga, but it's generally considered to be the weakest entry in the original trilogy. The 1977 original and The Empire Strikes Back are airtight movies, whereas Jedi is dragged down by an action-free middle act and the cutesy Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree there. But in Redditor Omega Vesto's ranking... Return of the Jedi is the best movie in the original trilogy. They also rank it as the second best Star Wars movie of all behind Revenge of the Sith. While I agree Return of the Jedi is a really good movie in the original trilogy, to say it's like the best out of the original trilogy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really give it that. Like, per, I, like I said, I personally love Empire Strikes Back, but you know, if you love Return of the, Je Return of the Jedi more, then you know, by all means, do you, boo boo. Alright, moving on to number 9. Ahsoka Tano is the coolest Jedi. Ahsoka Tano is a very popular character among the Star Wars fanbase, but most fans would name Luke, Anakin, Obi-Wan, or Yoda as the coolest Jedi before they named Ahsoka. But Redditor Titan Odyssey ranks Ahsoka higher on the coolness scale than every other Jedi. Co-created by George Lucas and his personal mentee Dave Filoni, Ahsoka is set to get her own live-action spin-off series on Disney Plus next year. Uh, when was this article written? Uh, excuse me. So this was uh, t uh, 2022, so by by now, Ahsoka hasn't come out yet, but it should come out this year. But to say Ahsoka is the coolest Jedi, I think mainly that's because I know a lot of people really love that she uh, dual-wields lightsabers. And I agree, that is really cool, but... Does that make her the coolest Jedi? I, I don't think so. No, 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 no. I gotta give that to my man Obi-Wan. You know, Mr. Hello there. You know, I gotta give it to my, my main squeeze, Obi-Wan. You know, no, actually, no. Uh, if I had to pick, like, the best Jedi, I would definitely say Qui-Gon Jinn because I think I said this in my last episode too, but um, my friend Sam over at Enemy Summit uh, I listened back to their Star Wars Visions review, which I'll put a link in the description because it's actually a really good episode. But I think they said in that one, in that episode, them, uh, Nick, Dan, or some, blah, 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 some Danny and Nick, uh, they said something about Qui-Gon being like, well, they weren't ranking Jedis at all, but they mentioned something about Qui-Gon, and Qui-Gon basically is probably the best Jedi because he didn't really focus on what the Jedi Order wanted. He focused more on balance. So he kind of did his own thing just to try to bring balance to the universe. Uh, but I will I will agree. Ahsoka is a pretty cool Jedi. And I know a lot of people are uh, really excited for the series. I as well because Ahsoka is definitely a fan favorite character. But to say that she is the coolest Jedi, I, I don't agree with. She definitely is 
one of one of the coolest Jedi's, but I wouldn't say she's the coolest. Um, moving on, <laughs> number eight, Ewoks are awesome. After the dark turn taken and the Empire Strikes Back, the lighthearted elements of Return of the Jedi weren't to every fan's taste. Particularly the Ewoks that the Rebels encounter on the forest moon of Endor. The Ewoks are basically walking teddy bears armed with spears. Not now, Reddit. I'm trying to read Reddit. <laughs> but Redditor Gale feels that not only are the Ewoks a bearable part of the movie, they're awesome. It is impressive how they take down the Empire with rocks, sticks, and elaborate booby traps. Now, I really could give less of a shit either way about the Ewoks. They were just a nice addition to uh, to Return of the Jedi. And I just, again, I love the fact that they were able to take down stormtroopers with literal blasters and uh, machines and everything. They were able to take them down with sticks and rocks. It just, I don't know. I like I liked the Ewoks. Also, they include here a, um, a clip from the Ewoks cartoon from 1985, and it just brought back memories of, uh, so my grandma had a couple VHSs of the Ewoks cartoon from the 80s, and I remember watching that, like, all the time as a kid. I didn't, I didn't, granted, I didn't grow up in the 80s, I know uh, my parents did, my dad did, that's, my dad and my uncles, my aunts and uncles, that's why they, they had that VHS, and I just... It just gave me a lot of memories of that. Uh, I think, actually, that series is on Disney+. Plus, So, I think it's just called Ewoks. If you guys want to look it up, it's just called Ewoks on Disney+. Plus. But, as far as, like... I know a lot of people just do not like the Ewoks because they're creepy or they feel... A lot of people feel like they're unnecessary. I really do care less one way or the other about the Ewoks. Like, they're a nice addition and it shows that there is a life on Endor besides, you know... The Empire, and besides the people that just go there, there are, like, li a living living creatures running around Endor, so... Uh, I guess... Ewoks are okay. I wouldn't say they're awesome. They're okay. Alright, moving on. Number seven. The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are really good movies. Now, before I say what I want to say, I'm going to read this thing. None of the movies in the Star Wars sequel trilogy were met with unanimous praise... The Force Awakens was criticized for sticking too closely to the original Star Wars formula, then The Last Jedi was criticized for going too far the other way and deconstructing the myth to the point it was no longer fun to watch. But according to Redditor Code Armstrong, they're great movies. The Redditor admits that they really liked both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, in spite of widespread criticisms among the fanbase. I kind of, I kind of agree with that too. I agree. Force Awakens and Last Jedi's, I am, I wouldn't say really good. They were good Star Wars movies. Like, I don't know. I'm not one that just like overly criticizes movies. Like, if I enjoy it, like if I, I can find something to enjoy in any movie. So a movie has to really be unentertaining just to, you know, for me to not like it. Just has to have a lot that I don't like for me to not like it. But. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a huge fan of Star Wars is the main reason why I liked Force Awakens The Last Jedi. I just, I thought they were okay movies. Like, they weren't great. Like, I still, if you had the, like, if you sat me down and told me, oh, what do you want to watch? The original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy? I would definitely pick the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy over the sequel trilogy. Like, I would watch episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Well, obviously, that's how it goes, but 
if I had to pick any of them just to watch, I would definitely pick, like, Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith way before I watched Last Jedi and Force Awakens. Maybe those would be, like, the last ones. I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll just pop it on as long as I'm watching Star Wars, you know? But, yeah, I agree. I I definitely agree. I, I thought they were good movies. Not the greatest, but I definitely like it. And I just, I don't get, I mean, I can kind of get some of the criticisms it got, but overall, I just, you know, whatever. But uh, moving on to, <laughs> moving on to number six, Jar Jar Binks is not that bad. Jar Jar Binks' comic relief in the prequel trilogy was controversial, controversial, controversial. God, there we go. Controversial among fans, to say the least. Some claim that Jar Jar ruined the whole franchise, but according to Redditor C. Adept, Jar Jar is not that bad. He's a big, goofy alien who makes children laugh, quote, unquote. The Redditor notes that, while many Star Wars fans, they, quote, find Jar Jar annoying as an adult, too, but when I was young, he was funny. This Redditor understands why fans may not like the character, but doesn't understand the full-on hatred that the character faces. That I I 100% agree with. I do not, and I never understood the hate on Jar Jar. Like, yeah, he was a big goofball, but, sh- you know, sure, whatever. It's not like Star Wars isn't hasn't shied away from, you know, humor. Like, there's been humor in Star Wars movies way before Jar Jar. And just, you know... There's actually, like, a whole theory that uh, Jar Jar may be secretly uh, a Sith. And it all stems with, you know, it all basically had to do... Siri, I'm not talking to you. Sorry, my watch perked up. And Siri was like, hey, were you talking to me? No, I was not talking to you. But anyway, there's a whole theory of, like, uh, Jar Jar may be secretly a Sith. And that kind of ties into why he was basically tricked into uh, giving... Palpatine, exe- um, you know, executive powers and making him the Supreme Chancellor. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more to Jar Jar. And while I'm on the uh, subject of Jar Jar, I want to talk about this. So Ahmed Best was the, the actor who played Jar Jar. And people were so cruel and they hated, they hated Jar Jar so much that they actually sent death threats to Ahmed Best. And he almost killed himself because of how much hatred he was getting and that's that's why i say a lot of the star wars fandom is toxic because they literally hated a character so much that the actor who played that character was almost driven to suicide i just i it's terrible but he did get a he did get a redemption thing because i guess in uh uh one of the episodes of the mandalorian there's like a flashback to uh the jedi temple in order 66 and at one point, there's a Jedi that tries to that basically protects Grogu from being killed, and that Jedi is played by Ahmed Best. So he came back to be just a random Jedi in the Mandalorian, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, he's so amazing! He's so amazing! Like I really loved his character." It's like, where were you motherfuckers back when he was Jar Jar? God, I just yeah. Now you appreciate him, you bunch of dicks, but. No, I guess to conclude my point I was making, Jar Jar, yeah, he really is not that bad. And he's just, you know, he's a goofy Star Wars character, just like, you know, a countless other goofy Star Wars characters. All right, let's move on. Number five, <laughs> Hayden Christensen gave a strong performance as Anakin. 
Most fans and critics were critical of Hayden Christensen's performance as Anakin Stellwalker in the Star Wars prequels, but Redditor the Cheshire Cody thought his acting was great. The Redditor writes, quote, His vocal delivery is actually pretty precisely calibrated to match that of Darth Vader in the original trilogy. He plays it low key, but brings up the drama level when necessary. This Redditor theorizes that, a lot of the hate towards Christensen's acting is a result of general dislike for the prequels. That's exactly it. Like, Hayden Christensen did not do a bad job of playing Anakin. Like, as as much as I complain about uh, Episode 2 Anakin being whiny and angsty, like, that's, that's the whole point of his character. Like, he's supposed to be that. And I used to hate on Episode 2 so much because Anakin was like that. But uh, my brother-in-law, Ricky, actually brought up a good point. Like, him being whiny and angsty, that's literally the whole thing about his character. Like, he's struggling with the dark side, and he feels misunderstood, and he just... That's Anakin's whole thing. So, honestly, Hayden Christensen played Anakin, like, super well, especially in Revenge of the Sith. Like, you saw the full-on, like, embracing the dark side and everything. Like, he was... He did really good, and I highly, I highly praise him, and... Literally, the only reason people hate on his acting is because people just generally hate the uh, prequel trilogy. So, it's like, dude, really? Like, don't hate on an actor for doing a good job just because you don't like the series of movies they're in. I mean, that's another thing. Like, when I was talking about Ahmed Best, uh, when Hayden Christensen came back for Obi-Wan, people were so hyped for it. Like, they were so excited even though some of these same people are the ones that criticize Hayden Christensen for his acting. I just, no, I applaud Hayden Christensen. I think he did a really good job. Number four, Revenge of the Sith is the best Star Wars movie. While Revenge of the Sith is often often called the greatest Star Wars prequel, it's rarely named as the best movie in the entire saga. That title is usually reserved for the 1977 original or its darker sequel, The Empire Strikes Back. But Redditor, the Doc 86, believes that Revenge of the Sith, with its dazzling opening in, or dazzling opening space battle, moving emotional payoffs, and Anakin's transformation transformation into Darth Vader, is the best Star Wars movie of them all. I will say, out of the original trilogy, like uh, Episode Three, like Revenge of the Sith is probably the best out of the original trilogy. Like, if I had to rank it, I would put. Just just looking at the original trilogy, number one for me is Revenge of the Sith, followed by Phantom Menace, and then uh, Attack of the Clones. Because I just, I really love Revenge of the Sith. I I got so hyped for it when it came out, because um, I, I think I t- uh, told this story already at some point, probably last year when I did Star Wars Month. But my earliest, my first memory of going to a movie theater was seeing Star Wars Phantom Menace, and I remember I had a little, like, Anakin action figure that I brought with me to the theater because I was just so hyped for Star Wars. Like, as a kid, I already knew what Star Wars was because, obviously, my parents grew up with Star Wars and my dad was a big Star Wars fan, so I knew of Star Wars, and, like, literally the first memory I have of seeing a movie ever in my lifetime was seeing Episode One Phantom Menace, but... No, from that, I just got so hyped for Star Wars, and I just, I really, I remember really enjoying uh, Revenge of the Sith, because, like, as a kid, uh, when did it come out? I think I was still a kid by then, but 
as a kid, you know, seeing, actually seeing Anakin become Darth Vader was, like, mind-blowing for me. I was just like, that's how we did it. <laughs> but, no, I just, I remember it's, it was just really cool to see as a kid. Uh, to say it's the best Star Wars movie, I would, I would definitely, uh, nah, nah. Uh, like I said earlier, personally for me, it's Empire Strikes Back, but Revenge of the Sith is definitely second or a close second for me. Alright, now we're getting down to the top three. The midichlorian explanation is okay. After the Force was introduced as a mystical, intangible element in the original trilogy, the prequels established that a given Force user's Force sensitivity could be reduced to a number with a simple test called a midichlorian count. When Qui-Gon determines that Anakin is the prophesized chosen one, he simply takes his midichlorian count. Fans were disappointed by the decision to measure, measure Force powers by midichlorians, but Redditor Fendisalo Fendisalso is perfectly happy with that explanation. That is one I definitely disagree with. I, I don't like the whole Metachlorian thing. I, I like the idea that the Force is just like, oh, like, you're gifted with this. Like, you know, the Force reached out, out to you and you're gifted with this power instead of being like, oh, there's, there's these little cells in your body. There There's a lot of cells in your body and you can do magic powers and you can swing a lightsaber. Wee-hee. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I, I don't like that. I don't like the Metachlorian thing either. So that is one I that was that is one I will respectfully disagree with. Moving on to number two. The live action Grand Inquisitor looks fine. The Obi-Wan Kenobi miniseries gave fans a lot of things they've been waiting for. A rematch between Kenobi and Vader, a feisty young version of Leia Organa, flashbacks to Order 66, and the live-action debut of the Grand Inquisitor. That's one thing I forgot to mention uh, in my last episode, because I thought about adding in, but I was like, nah, I'll just take care of it next episode. I forgot to mention uh, the little girl who played Leia in the Obi-Wan series. Fucking phenomenal. Like, Carrie Fisher would be proud. Carrie Fisher would be proud of little Leia and that. She would definitely be, pal- be very proud of her. Rest in peace, Carrie. Uh, moving on with this thing. The last one, to be, this, the little, 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 that last one proved to be very controversial, the Grand Inquisitor thing, as fans were dissatisfied with the head shape of the live-action Grand Inquisitor, but this design choice didn't bother Redditor Heroic Unicorn Slayer. I would, uh, yeah, it didn't really bother me either. It, it, I agree, it looks fine. It's basically like the same look as, uh, what is it, from uh, Old Republic? I guess, I guess that's the source material, but yeah, it's fine. It's, it looks fine. Like, I don't see any problem with the design. It looks fine. Again, it's probably something that Star Wars fans just, you know, picked out of nowhere just to bitch about. But yeah, I think this design looked fine. Alrighty. Number one. Here we go. All the Star Wars movies are great in their own ways. This is one I 100% agree with, but let's read the thing before I get into it. Only the first two Star Wars movies have been met with praise across the board. Every movie since then has divided the fan base, but according to Redditor Master LJ Marshall, every single Star Wars movies, every single Star Wars movie is great in its own particular way. Every Star Wars movie has uh oh, what happened? 
Okay, sorry. The page just like randomly restarted on me, so now I gotta scroll all the way back down. Okay. Every Star Wars movie has at least one redeeming quality. The Phantom Menace has the pod race, Attack of the Clones has the Battle of Geonosis, and Rise of Skywalker has, <laughs> has Babu Frick. Uh, hold on, hold on. I gotta find that Babu Frick. But, uh, while I looked that up, I will say, yeah, I definitely agree that each Star Wars movie has, like, its own special thing. Like, there's at least one thing in each Star Wars movie, to me at least, that makes, you know, that makes them, oh god, excuse me, that makes the movie great. Uh, like, Phantom Menace. My favorite thing about Phantom Menace is definitely, uh, the duel between, uh, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, and Qui-Gon. That shit was cool. Because it gave us, you know, it gave us duel of the fates. You know, the ba 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 yeah, episode two, the Battle of Geonosis, that was definitely um, a highlight of that movie. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, there was a lot in that, like Count Dooku. Oh yeah, episode two had the the original duel with Count Dooku. It was Obi-Wan and Anakin, but then they got knocked out. And then it was Count Dooku versus Yoda. And that's really the first time anyone got to see. So, like, a thing with Yoda, like, they used Yoda in, like, episode uh, five and six. And they used, like, a puppet, whatever. They used uh, animatronic puppet Yoda. But starting in episode two, they started using uh, CGI Yoda. And then, you know, that way they did do a lot more with Yoda. And you actually got to see, for the first time, Yoda's, like, Jedi skills. You got to see, like, his true power. Proving that he is, you know, basically head bitch in the, the Star Wars, in the Jedi Order. And basically the whole universe uh, Babu Frick. Sorry, I keep... Oh, yeah. Babu Frick. Hey, hey! Alright, I gotta... Uh, I'm gonna play this quick. Uh, Babu Frick. Coming destroyer. We gotta go now. Did we get it? Babu? Yep, the is ready. The Emperor's Wayfinder is in the Imperial Vault. At Delta 36, transient 936, bearing 32, on a moon in the Angel system. From the southern shore, our new display tells. Our new display tells. The Angel system. <laughs> God damn it. I forgot about that in Rise of Skywalker, Babu Frick, the little guy who fixes, uh, who does stuff with uh, C-3PO. And they actually pop up in uh, Mandalorian as well. But anyway, episode two had its thing. Uh, where was it on? Episode three. Episode three had the uh, the second battle with Count Dooku. Uh, Obi-Wan's battle or duel against uh, General Grievous. Which gave us the infamous, Hello there. General Kenobi. You are a bold one. How do you like my General Grievous impression? <laughs> uh, episode four. Obviously, episode four, I just, I like the whole movie in general because it's, you know, the one that started it all, basically. Uh, I just, you know, Obi-Wan's whole thing, uh, Empire Strikes Back, my favorite thing is the, 
the loot, you know, loot I'm your father thing. I, I really loved that whole thing. Uh, Return of the Jedi. I loved uh, Jabba's whole thing. The whole thing in uh, Tatooine in the uh, the Sarlacc pit. I just love, and the whole, like, ending thing with, uh, eventually, you know, Luke going against Darth Vader and by extension Palpatine, but then Darth Vader finally seeing the light and killing, quote-unquote, Palpatine, you know, until he pops up later in Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Force Awakens, and, you know, Force Awakens definitely, you know, introducing us to not only, like, a new evil that's taking over the world, you know, in the form of the First Order, but, you know, more Jedis and... Uh, bringing back Mark Hamill, uh, Last Jedi for, you know, Rey basically being trained by Luke. And the th part I thought was really cool in Last Jedi was the face-off between Luke and Kylo Ren. I just, you know, the part where he goes, he charges at him and then slices through him, but it turns out uh, Luke is just projecting himself. And he's just like, see you, kid. And then you go back to the planet Luke's on and he just collapses. And you can tell Leia feels really, you know, felt that because she's obviously Force-sensitive as well. Speaking of Leia, uh, what is it? In Rise of Skywalker, I think it is, where, uh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Rise of Skywalker, I think it's in Rise of Skywalker, where at one point the, the ship is getting attacked and Leia actually gets blown out into space, but she calls on the Force to be able to sail herself back into the ship and like survive which a lot of people think is really stupid i thought i loved it i loved it it's also like you know this is leia really using her force powers because she it's revealed in rise of skywalker that she did train for a little bit as a jedi you know under loot before you know shit hit the fan but i guess what i really liked in rise of skywalker is uh Kylo Ren finally, you know, seeing the light, coming to his senses, and basically coming to turn... Oh, yeah, in Force Awakens, um, the scene where Kylo Ren, or Ben Solo, kills Han, which is, you know, kind of a punch in the gut, but it's also, like, you know, character growth, basically. And in Rise of Skywalker, you see... You see uh, Ben Solo, like, kind of comes to terms, and he... Find, he talks to like the ghost of Han, and is just like you know I'm I'm so I'm done being angry I'm done being you know misunderstood and you know he comes to the light and helps Ray defeat the somehow resurrected Palpatine. That's the only crit criticism I can give Rise of Skywalker is that Palpatine somehow came back, and I don't think they explained at all how he survived. I just I don't get it, but. Uh, anyway, just to wrap up the point here, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, every Star Wars movie has every Star Wars movie has at least one good thing about it, and you know it's they're all they're a fun ride altogether. And I I just love Star Wars. I love everything Star Wars is about, and it's just it's a fun ride for all ages. But I think with that being said, that is going to conclude this episode. Um, do you guys have any? unpopular opinions about Star Wars, whether it's positive or negative, like most people, uh, you know, let me know on social media, let me know on social media, but, yeah, <laughs> no, let me know on social media, if you just want to say hi, you know, link is in the description, uh, Twitter, you know, do whatever, it's all there, 
but with that being said, I'm gonna end this episode here. I hope you guys are staying hydrated, doing positive things out there. You know, just be your be your mythical best, as uh, GMM says, as Rutten Link say. Be your mythical best. You know, do positive things. You know, just be nice to each other. Just be nice to each other. Seriously, be nice to each other, or else I'm gonna come to your house. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know where you live yet. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> but with that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. As always, I've been your host, Cameron. And as always, I will see you guys in the next one. Nerd out.